So interestingly enough, I a lot of people came up to me and asked, hey, why aren't we doing the podcast last year? And it kind of made me think, wow, people actually listen to this, not just the uh, 100 people in Germany that we had <laughs> listen to it last year. The people that we know uh, enjoy it. They have fun with it. Wait, hold up. There was 100 people in Germany? Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, SoundCloud gives you all these stats, man. It's awesome. Wasn't there Wait, some in Brazil? That's so bizarre. <laughs> Um, but you know, what? I, I had a really good excuse last year. I was too busy winning the league. Oh, that's, that's right. Uh, Stat guy Kelvin is uh, now your new champ. Hilarious. Oh no! High fives, guys! I, High fives I, around. I, I was gonna say, it great job. It was Eddie's great fault. Job. Remember how we uh, had that YFTS year three or something like that? What, what was that, Eddie? You remember that? Year three and year four. Something like that. What was it? I don't Yeah, remember. I was trying to think of it today. I do not remember. Do I you, never say season to the archives. I got it. I got it. Season it? three. Season three, three and year, in year four? four. I think I think that might be something it. like right. that. Yeah. Here we are. YFTS fantasy football podcast season four in year six. Oh, oh. 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 <laughs> this is uh, a nice ring to it it does it does this is that guy kelvin um i will let jack continue to be the champ because he does have way more championships than i do um, oh, but that, that was never my nickname though so it was, oh, was it, oh, it was girly it was girly yeah. right you guys always oh. call me jack jack girly so i just ran with it you know all right no it was sick to jack girly you can call yeah. me you call me stack guy and champ kelvin for this, year. For this stat, year, yes. I thought it was stat host champ Kelvin. Yes, let's go with that. Stat host champ Kelvin. We got Jack Gurley, as we just figured out right now. We got Eddie two-time. Oh, and, two time. and we you have one of our second founding place fathers. Olivo. Second place Olivo. <laughs> uh, second place commission. Founding, uh, founding father of the YFTS podcast. He will be with us all year. He's not just a guest today. If I don't drop dead. Oh my god, <laughs> it's got dark real quick, but yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, it was definitely, uh, we definitely missed podcasting last year. Um, sorry to all Wait our fans, in Ger- oh, sorry to all our fans in Germany, and if you hear <laughs> that we couldn't put out the podcast, we will be back. Speaking up. of Germany, I learned yesterday that uh, there was a team in Italy in the Italian soccer league that was known for having swastikas on their jerseys. Wow. Amazing. Should we put in a plug for them to go watch it? I'm kidding. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. They, they, they hid that swastikas in their jerseys in a design. Oh, they hid it. Went on, I went under the radar for, I think, eight weeks into the season until they were like, wait a minute. That's <laughs> wait, a swastika. Wait, wait, wait. You oh can't God. wear that. Yeah. Wow, that's horrible. Uh, pretty interesting, though. That's pretty funny. Wait, so, wait, so, so they, they got the... away with it. Were the, all the players in on it? Like, did they know about they're it? All Nazi, they're, they're Nazis. All righty. There we go. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, uh, it's good to be back. I'm glad our schedules are working out this year. Uh, we have a big year in fantasy football coming up, as always. Huge, huge. Huge. Uh, and this is our 
second ever preseason podcast. Did we do one last? I mean, two years ago? We did, right? Yes, I think so. Yeah, we did. I think we did one preseason. I think we said we we're going to do multiple ones and we never did it. <laughs> so we're going to stick to one preseason podcast this year. And unless, uh, unless, unless our Germany fans grow to 5X. Oh, if they if they hit us up on on social media, we'll have to do another one. I mean, we just we shouted out the Italian German. Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. no. We didn't shout it out. Jason was giving information for us. We're not shouting anyone out. Information, okay. uh, not backing anything they believe in. <laughs> or, you know. We need All to right. set a disclaimer here. Also, since we're on this, if you ever see anyone with an 88 tattoo, either they're born in 1988 or they hail Hitler because 88, the eighth letter of the alphabet is H, and the HH is hail Hitler. So oh, if you see anyone with an 88 tattoo, be careful. Oh. I was learning all this yesterday because there were players on that soccer team with that tattoo. It's like a documentary or something? No, this is uh, information from a coworker who is like a soccer. <laughs> oh, I see. I mean, soccer. If had, uh, if there was the, other, the other football. Yeah. Yeah, if we had a documentary, if we could put a plug in it for about a. You can put a plug in for your coworker. Who's his coworker? They can tell you. About oh, Jackson. It. Jackson. There you go, Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Go, go, go! Hit up Huntress or Baroness. Find Jackson and get all the information to you guys. He knows a shit ton about soccer history. <laughs> all right, so all right, so let's get started. Um, let's keep it simple this year with the, uh, with the uh, preseason podcast. Let's not go too deep into people we're drafting or position players in each place. Eddie gave. Don't want to show. Don't want to show your hand. Yeah, Eddie gave quite a good uh, few suggestions. Uh, we picked out a few, and we're gonna roll with it. And I know everyone loves to talk about this right off the beginning, especially dynasty uh, fantasy teams. But in our fantasy league, everyone's always reaching for rookies at some point, right? So let's go ahead and talk about our favorite rookies in the draft this year. What you doing on the block, rookie? You know, when you're a rookie, they can teach you everything. Just stop touching my rookie. Sing it again, rookie BR. Who wants to get started? Uh, how, about, uh, how, about Eddie? how about Eddie? Since you already told us what it was, fine. Uh, you can get started. Well, yeah, sure. This guy was, well, I mean, I did give you one guy, but I kind of want to go with the second guy. Can what I go with the, the second guy? All right, whatever. Choose something you want. <laughs> okay, uh, James Cook. Oh, from the Buffalo oh Bills. son of a bitch. <laughs> It's so easy. You know, he's, uh, his draft capital is in the second round. Uh, his ability to be on a third down back and a pass catching guy in this offense is going to throw the ball 650 times. It kind of reminds me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this name, and I hate this name so much, but it kind of reminds me of Clyde coming out. You hated him. I hated Clyde Aguzalera, but I think he's going to get, what, 65 catches, and he's probably going to be drafted in the ninth or like eighth or ninth rounds. I think he gets like a similar workout to Clyde in, in his rookie year. I, I do. And like you're not, and you're not drafting him in the first or second round either. This guy dropped his list of players. So I didn't pick didn't his mention player. Him. Yeah. Oh, and I, I went I, with I, someone else and then he goes fucking take the other guy. This is why I wanted, this is what I wanted to avoid. But this that's is okay. my boy. I mean, now. we, that's just the three of us are in the same, you know. We all in agreements. Yeah. Well, for me, I just like him because the offense is very potent and yeah. Devin Singletary. It's not that great. He's okay. No one, no one he, has loved Singletary. Yeah. And, and James Cook looked very good so far in camp and the two preseason games. It's pretty good. And he's now, speedy. Top, he has the hands. He's Dalvin Cook's brother. Yep, there you go. <laughs> that's it. That, yeah. That's like that's like the best thing about him. Yeah. Dalvin Cook's brother. And and potentially what could be the best offense in this in the in the league this year. I'll go next, I guess. Uh I'll, I'll avoid. 
picking Brees Hall because he is the complete package in my eyes. Uh, since Eddie took James Cook, I took, bad. I will take James Cook's counterpart in college. Uh, Zamir White, yeah, drafted by the Raiders. The Raiders just cut almost every other runner back on the team besides Josh Jacobs. Uh, and, and Josh Jacobs is someone who always gets hurt. Uh, Zamir White is going to be doing the third down back. I, I, I believe they released Ken Drake, so I'm assuming they trust in Zamir White. They just did that today, yeah? Yep. Uh, so I believe they trust in Zamir White. That offense should be high scoring. Uh, they're in the same division with Russell Wilson, Mahomes, and Herbert. It's going to be very high scoring, and Jacobs could go out anytime. I feel like he's a late pick. He could be a league winner. You never know. Uh, that's why I like him. You could probably get him in the last round too. Yeah. And the thing is, like with uh, with Josh Jacobs, he doesn't always get injured. Like let's say for games, but he gets injured during the game. Games. So yeah, so he I mean, probably he, would get volume in the red zone too. I think he'll be startable regardless because Jacobs doesn't really play more than fifty percent of snap every last two years at least. So he should get a fair amount of plays, snaps. Uh, I think he's a good value pick late round and in a good just as. Good Hail Mary, especially if you're going receiver, receiver, receiver heavy in the beginning. Good Hail Mary. You think he's a, like more of a handcuff or you think he actually has value? I think he has value regardless. Uh, I mean, Cannon Drake had value last year. He was startable in some some weeks. Ugh. Yeah, it's not it's not good, but the offense looks very good. So, Yeah, adding Devontae Adams doesn't uh, definitely helps. And Jacobs doesn't really – even though Jacobs came out of college as a good receiving back, they don't use him in the receiving game. So. Yeah. Kind of disagree, but okay. In- interestingly enough, uh, the ESPN sheet sheet that we usually use, uh, they have Kenyon Drake and Samir White going back to back. Oh, so um, well, they just Kenyon Drake literally got dropped like eight hours. Yeah, ago. today. Oh, I see. I see. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. Breaking news here, YFT's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> breaking late news. <laughs> eight hour breaking news. I mean, this is not coming out for maybe either tomorrow or the day after. So, so it's definitely not breaking news. <laughs> All right, Jason, you want to give us a rookie to look out for? Sure. Yeah, I'll go receiver. Uh, Christian Watson in an offense that lost over 1,600 yards receiving. Uh, somebody's got to fill those shoes, and I don't think Watkins is going to suddenly be the uh, consistent receiver everyone thought he would be for the you know, for yeah. the first half of his career. And then Lazard, I don't think, is a proven number one. Definitely a good two or three option. So there's, there's going to be plenty of targets to go around in a offense. You know what's interesting? I mean, yeah. I also have a Packer run, uh, receiver as my rookie to look out for. But it's not Christian Watson. It's not Christian Walker. Oh, is. My rookie that I'm going to say to look out for is Romeo Dubes or Dubu or Dubus. Dobes. Dobes. <laughs> That's how you say it, Dobes? I have no idea. This is, this is, uh, you can pronounce it in different ways. I'm going to say uh, Dubose. I would say dubs because, like, he gets you dubs. He gets well, yeah, that's good. <laughs> oh, you, you had more to elaborate on, or, you, or no? I mean, it's just you know that that offense is so open for uh, for targets, for catches, for yards. There's gonna be Rogers got to throw a ball somebody. Oh, uh, you're not, not both just, not afraid. Rogers doesn't like rookies. That's yeah, true, but, but he, think about this it: second, his second, and third receivers are Cobb and Watkins. He has, two, not, li- he has two lizard mans. Also, this is a guy you can get at the well, very well, end of your draft. You don't have to take, you know, the last pick you can pick a player with this. Yeah, even even Romeo Dubose is super even later than Christian um Christian Walker at this time right now. 
Watson, Watson. Watson. The Packers actually, you know, they traded up to get him, so they must like him. They saw something. An offense that is lacking receivers and lost probably the best receiver in the league. I just feel like it's worth taking the risk on. And think about this. Cobb and Watkins last year uh, racked up 88 receptions between – 88 targets between the, uh, between the two of them. 88 targets between two receivers. They're supposed to be second and third. Um, Cobb only played 12 games last year. Watkins played 10 games in 2018, 14 after. 10 games in 2020, 13 after. So if the trend continues, only played 10 games this year. Uh, I know you definitely start with something Watkins week one. Oh yeah, yeah. obviously, <laughs> definitely. Week one is Watkins hands down. If you go draft Watkins, you t- you take him for week one. I think Watson is a guy that would definitely come along later in the season. So uh, yeah, he's also he just got off the pup list, so he hasn't taken any drills in training camp as well. Um, yeah. and uh, looks like uh, Romeo Dubose seems like going up and up. He has dropped two passes and against the Saints as well as the 49ers, but he also Rogers, got two touchdowns. Watchers hates that. Yes, he does, but he also got yeah, two touchdowns. Yeah, and he has coming in, you know. Yeah, that too. Uh, he had two touchdowns in both ga- uh, two touchdowns between the two games, and he's made some excellent plays right after dropping passes. So he's not uh, like sad about it. But we saw what happened with drop passes with uh, Jamar Chase. Look what he did last year. I mean, not- must- this is not Jamar Chase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying. I'm just Romeo saying. Dubes. Jamar Chase. Chase. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. He's also 6'2", 200 pounds. Ran a 4.4740. He got that really nice fade in the, in the corner, uh, in the end zone, which Rodgers loves to throw. So I thought you were talking about his haircut. <laughs> <laughs> he actually has kind of long hair. So uh, that would be it's cool. Barber. Fade. <laughs> uh, he's, it's he, Barber's A1. There's <laughs> some more stats from his uh, collegiate career. He actually finished third in downfield receptions last year. Passed, and that means passes are traveled over 20, 20 yards in the air. We also had great short field targets because he, almost half of his targets came behind the line of scrimmage or within 10 yards. So he's either running slants or running deeps. Well, uh-huh. he did play from Nevada. So uh, that division is not that great. Mm. It's not. And that that is our favorite rookies uh, for the preseason right now. Uh, Wait, I yeah. like one other guy. Oh, you want to say that? Oh, yeah, throw it out. Throw it out. I now. wanted to say uh, one too. All right, fine. We'll thought, give that we we'll doing more than one. We'll give Eddie a quick break. Oh, uh, yeah, fine. If you have more rookies, just throw it at us. I mean, a short uh, shout out to a uh, Homer pick, Kyle Phillips. Oh, um, wow. Uh, Isaac. Can we just skip this? Uh, Kyle Phillips is the GOAT. That's it. You'll, oh, you'll, my goodness. Well, he'll address this at the end of the season. He, but, yeah, uh, he's, not, he's not lying, by the way. I, oh, my I God. Good there we go. There we go. I'm a Ravens fan. And I'm like, uh, this guy's oh, getting open God. at will. Oh my god, he is yeah, decept- as fuck. deceptively quick, scrappy white receiver. <laughs> uh, he is the white Cooper Cup. Wait, what? what? <laughs> He's the white Cooper Cup. <laughs> Wait, uh, Cooper Cup's white. <laughs> That's what you think. Did, did you see him last year? No white man can do that. <laughs> uh, and Eddie, you had, you had another guy you want to give us, right? Wait, so Jason, that's it on uh, Kyle Phillips? Oh, my God. Oh, I would love to elaborate more. I just Wait. think in offense, they, they lost one of the best receivers in the league. Well, they didn't lose him. They gave him willingly up to the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Unreal. And Traylon Brooks has struggled with his uh, conditioning. And, yeah, that pretty much sums it up for him. So Kyle Phillips looks like he's he's already practicing with the, with the first team. 
Uh, he's been great in preseason so far. He's a good route runner. He's fast. He's deceptively fast. Uh, <laughs> and you can compare him to all the undersized white receivers of all time. <laughs> Amazing. Terrible. That's Is definitely he... PBL value right there. I think, uh, no, I think he'll be, maybe not this year, but in Dynasty Leagues, you know, I say look at him. Yeah, just like Kendall Wright. Oh, yeah, wow. Kendall, no, no, this is different. Who's your other guy? Who, me? Uh, so, yeah, I was, I was uh, rudely interrupted my first time around, but uh, Chris Olave is definitely a guy that I'm looking after. Uh, his route running in, at Ohio State was top tier. He's going to a situation where Michael Thomas cannot stay healthy because currently he's dealing with a hamstring. Uh, I understand that James, James Winston once upon a time threw the ball 600 times. They're probably not going to throw <laughs> 600 times with James Winston, but if he throws anywhere near 550 times or so, and I think he gets a bulk of the targets. I don't, 120 targets aren't out of the question for Chris Olave. He, he was drafted there for a reason. The, they traded up to get him. They wanted their guy. He's a downfield threat, and I just I believe in the town because he's definitely one of the best receivers in this draft class. And I love me some Chris Olave. So especially when you could get him at like in the 10th round or so in most leagues, I would definitely be having a lot of Chris Olave on my rosters. Olave. A lot Olave, <laughs> Olave. All right, that's gonna wrap up rookies, right? No one of the names you want to drop? Yep, yep. It's good to go. Yeah, yeah. Sweet, sweet. And we're gonna move on to favorite breakouts this year there's a lot of breakout players out there i'll show you you a breakout show me show me right now you just need to break out of that boring routine we've got to find a way to break out break out the jetpack umbrella I'm going to go first. My breakout player this week, this year, is Josh Palmer from the Chargers. Mm. Keenan Allen's getting older. I'm not saying he's going to decline yet, but he is getting older. Mike Williams has shown year after year he's injury pro. Uh, Staley wants to use more of a three-receiver set to use more of Justin Herbert's arm. Uh, in the past year, you know, in the games that he got over 60% uh, of the snaps, he averaged 16 points per game. Uh, isn't a high point offense. Um, if any of the two other receivers happen to go down, he shoots up like a receiver too. It, just just being in the offense, and he showed pretty good route running. He's improving every year, and it is his third year, right? So you know the third year jump. That was that's my breakout player of the year. I love it. That offense is supposed to be dynamic. I think they could support three receivers in that offense, even if like even if. Mike Williams and uh, Keenan Allen both miraculously stay healthy this entire year. They're still going to throw the ball like a million times, and I think there's a lot to go around. So Josh Palmer definitely yeah. is a mean guy that he's, he, he's not third year player. Sorry, this is a second year. So second year breakout, big whoop. Same yeah. thing. Uh, you meant to say Eddie that if Mike Williams and Keenan Allen don't stay healthy, right? No, if they do stay healthy, even if they do stay healthy, he's still it's a high powered offense. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah. Last, last year, they didn't use three receivers as much. They want to increase that just because they want to use Justin Herbert more. So I think his number should be able to, should go up. Uh, he looked good when he did have time and targets. 
So, I mean, he's a late-round pick, so, you know, it's a flyer that could become a league winner. Yeah, I'm telling you, I could see Justin Herbert throwing for 5,000 yards this year. Oh, me yeah. too. I think, he's a, I think he's a new uh, Breeze. True Breeze, he, yeah. yeah. Yeah, guy's electric. Remember that rookie season game against the Raiders? I think it was Sunday Night Football, Monday Night Football, where he just fucking won me over. That's amazing. All right, who wants to go next? I'll go. All right. Uh, Give it to Jason. I'm going to go back to Green Bay, actually. I'm going to go in the Ooh. backfield. I'm going to go A.J. Dillon. That was my second guy on my breakout yeah. player list. <laughs> uh, he came along at the end of last season. Uh, you know, Aaron Jones is not the healthiest back either throughout history. And A.J. Dillon's good. He's a good pass catcher. He's entering his second year, I believe, right? Third? Third? Second or third? I think, third year. I think it's third year. Third yeah, year, yeah. Third. He's entering his third year. Aaron Rodgers does not have receivers he trusts, so backfield is going to get a lot of pass action. And I think I think both backs will be startable in fantasy uh, throughout the year, and I think it'll be a common theme throughout the year. Um, the snap count went up towards the end of the year, and I think that will continue. It will translate to this year. AJ Dillon uh, has so many touchdowns last year for his backup running back. No. I agree with that. That was my second guy on my list. I mean, yeah. he he broke eleven hundred. He broke eleven hundred yards total yards last year, and he was playing back up to eight, uh, Aaron Jones. Yeah, I'm expecting him to get a decent amount more touches this year, so his numbers should only go up. And he's going the sixth round right now, I think sixth seventh round, and that's perfect for RB two. Honestly, they're gonna rely on him. He's a big back. They're gonna rely on him in the goal line too. So. Yeah, he's got he's got short hands, and like we we spoke about Rogers, how he you know he gets annoyed. I mean, he he's been vocal about it, about how annoyed he's been in practices yep. with the receivers dropping the ball, missing their missing their spots. So if he's got to rely on the two guys in the backfield, they and might they both, run two RB sets, and they both a catch. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, to me, I think they're they're definitely going to be more two back sets uh, for yeah. Green Bay, and I, I feel like it it kind of reminds me of. Uh, Ahmad Bradshaw, Brandon Jacobs, like those days when they or Ingram Kamara, or that yeah, that's, oh, that's, that's a little more that's better because Ingram yeah, could catch also. That's absolutely yeah. definitely a better. Um, that's what I think. Yeah, thank you for one upping my. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna ask a load of question. You know, where do you guys think is gonna go in the draft? Where um, uh, Aaron Jones, second round. No, I'm talking about uh, AJ Dillon. AJ and that's Dillon. another reason I like Dillon though, because you'll get him. You know, I think in the fifth, sixth round. Yeah, I'll say five. Yeah, that's why right now he's going to ADP around five. I'll yeah, five so I say fifth, sixth round. You get him a little later, and I think you get, you know, worth at that spot versus Aaron drafting Aaron Jones in the second round. I think you get better for your value. I don't know. I think Aaron Jones could catch ninety balls this year. I think he could catch forty. So that's not the biggest drop off, I guess. But yeah, but you could more about you know, touchdowns on the upside. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Dylan could easily catch forty. He caught thirty-five last year. Yeah. He barely yeah. played. And like towards the, like the first five, he played, but like the first five, five, six games, he's getting like 16, 20 snaps, like versus at the end of the year, he's getting 25 and up. Yeah. So. Like them both. I really I like AJ Dillon this year. Yeah, AJ Dillon looks awesome, man. I mean, that's, that's, uh... that's not good to hear. <laughs> and he's a, fellow, he's a fellow sports card collector. So. Yep. He collects all oh, his one He has all his one on ones yeah. cards. Yeah. <laughs> that makes me like him even more. <laughs> He has, I wow. think he has a, a breaking channel, no? Uh, yeah, I think so too. And he's, this guy yeah. cheats. He cheats the system because he gets to get players sign autographs. 
He has so much Justin Herbert autograph. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> what, what an asshole. Uh, that means he's a fourth rounder to you guys, but not to me. Yeah. I, mean, I, I want to complain about people him going, like people taking him in the fourth round, man. Uh, if he yeah. if he if he projects his numbers and just give him just a little boost, him getting fifteen hundred total yards and ten touchdowns, it's not fifteen hundred. Mamma mia! He had he had eleven fifty last year. Total. I know fifteen hundred a lot though. Yeah, but let us I'm only giving total? Two, I'm only giving three hundred yards total more. I yeah, think about it. if he if he if he rushes for another hundred and catches for another two hundred, like Jason said, Rodgers trusts uh, running backs with the with the passes, so it's he can easily get two hundred more. I, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that's a lock. I'm not saying that's very doable. Yeah, that's a ceiling. Fifteen hundred is one hundred percent a ceiling. I don't think how's that a ceiling? You only the only him? the only way he gets more he only than fifteen hundred yards first is of all, if Aaron Jones misses time. That's it. He only, only had hundred eighty seven carries last year. How much more? Is, how much carries do you think he this year? I think he gets two hundred. 15 or so. 215. That's that's 40 plus more carries right there off the bat. Yeah. Okay. Four, I don't think times... he gets I don't think he gets the volume in the passing game as much as you think he is. Why I'm not giving him that much. I'm giving him exactly what he did last year. I think he gets around 40 catches. So that's oh, that's... oh that's exactly what I gave him. And that his projection still came out 14 dollars That's not 400 yards. more yards. That's 50 that's, that's that's five more catches and 40 40 more carries, 50 more carries. That's Close to almost 200 yards. Yeah, it's not 1,500 yards still. Aaron Jones also only played a full season once in his five-year career. Uh, yeah, I'm well aware of that. I, so, and that's, that's also, that also boosted A.J. Dillon's touches last year. Yeah, and it will those games that he to. missed, And those games that Aaron Jones missed, is 30, 30 freaking touches in that game or so. Aaron jo- yeah. And Aiden, it's going to go Dillon, up with no fucking Adams there. Aaron Jones only missed two games last year. A.J. only started two games. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm, in those two, in those I'm games, just saying he's notorious for missing at least a few games in the season. Yeah. If you're expecting Aaron Jones to be lining up more often, who's going to be in the backfield? I, I I agree that both of them are going to be on the field at the same time. I just don't think A.J. Dillon's share is going to be as significantly higher than you guys think it is going to be. It's 1150, 1150 yards total last year. 200, 200 300 yards more is not is right, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut this right here because even I like him I like him for his value. Oh, absolutely. Taking Aaron Jones yeah, yeah, yeah. in the second. That's what I, that's I'm what not I saying heard. he's like the the worst pick. I think he's a great pick. Right, absolutely cool, cool. a great pick. We're, right, we we uh, agree there. Just the ceiling is not as high as I think it is, unless he gets hurt. AJ, right. AJ, AJ Aaron Jones. You're tripping. There's no one all there. Right, all right. All right. Um, all right. Let's talk more about AJ. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Give us your breakout player. Uh, this is like the most Homer obvious oh, pick, oh, no brainer oh. thing to me in the history of no brainers. This is because you love uh, this guy, right? Th- this this guy. No, sorry, man, because you're in love with this guy, right? Absolutely in love. Uh, Jacob Dobbins. Don't, ca- don't catfish him. <laughs> oh no! Whoa, man, Titeo. Uh, J.K. Dobbins to me is an, the most obvious guy for a breakout candidate. If he said the only issue for J.K. Dobbins is injury, the injury history. ACL, if he's going to be back week one, we're not even sure. But by the end of the year, he will 100% be a breakout. I think he gets close to, by the season's end, he's going to have close to 250 carries. And I think he's going to be involved in the passing game. I don't think the Ravens are going to throw that. What, what shows you that he was going to be involved in the passing game? Like that what? they were just, they were just talking being about a homer. It. No. A, <laughs> they, they threw the ball to the running backs last year. They threw With the ball. Not oh, Lamar Jackson. 
It was both of them. Both of them threw the ball to the running backs. It's over 100 targets, almost yeah, 100 targets. That, that's because those games, Ravens were losing by tons. I don't think, yeah, I'm saying, listen, who the hell do they have? Please tell me on offense, who do they have other than Rashad Bateman and Mark Andrews? This, this offense is going to be. star players right now in fantasy. This, this, <laughs> this offense is going to be extremely, uh, what's the word, concise and like, uh, I can't think of the word, but. All the, the work is going to go to the three play, best players on the team. It's going to go to J.K. Dons. It's going to go to Rashad Bateman. And it's going to go to Mark Andrews. Because Those Lamar Jackson going, doesn't run the ball. He is going to run the ball. I know so, he's going to. But you just listed three of the best players on Raven. And Lamar Jackson was not. Listed. I'm talking about the position players, not just the quarterback. But he so technically think, is the position. He takes runs from the team. He literally takes a ton I, of I have I have the Ravens projected for close to 600 rushing attempts this year. They're probably going to, I'll say around 550 rushing attempts this year. If you do that, Lamar Jackson gets 150. I think J.K. Adams easily gets to 250 carries this year. And when it comes to the targets, I'm not even projecting like the, for the craziest amount. I'm thinking getting 60 targets, which is way above what he was uh, his rookie season. I understand that he barely got any targets, but they want to implement that. Do, do you know the amount of rushes and amount of targets you put on him is close to what I just said for Dylan? But there's no way he could break 1,500 total yards. But Dobbins easily breaks it. That sounds so, like a homer pick. Dobbins is Dobbins in, is an offense in a rushing offense that's most efficient in the entire NFL. The, he's going to average close. First of all, the Eagles were most efficient running, running team last year, so that's false. They're saying right last year. That was last year. There was no Mark but Jackson. How can you? There. How can you say this year was the most efficient running team, but they haven't played yet? They're going to be the most efficient running team as long that's, as they're healthy. If they're how, healthy, that's 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 just you being homer saying your team is going to be the most efficient running team. If you go back to the seasons prior, the rushing, the, the Ravens rushing attack was by far the best. It's not even close. They were in last year, so that's all that matters. I mean, I if you're looking at last year, last year was absolute. Uh, what last out, year? So last year didn't no. count. Last last year was an absolute outlier. Our defense was awful. The why are we arguing? This is but, my break. Listen, listen. Okay? This is what our fans in Germany are looking for, right? Give it to us. Give it to us. You're, good. You're just picking stats. Like last year just don't don't matter at all. Last year it was an absolute outlier. They're not going to throw the ball 600 times, and if they do. Uh, Dobbins are going to have more value because they're going to get more targets in. There's no way they throw the six, ball 600 times. I have them projected for 490 targets as a team. And I still give them 60 because there's no one to throw to. There's literally nobody. I, James Prochet, Todd Bateman, and Mark Andrews are the only The offense rest. has no change. It's not changing at all. They just all right, replaced guys, Bateman right. with Marquise Brown. Jack, there's nothing Jack, has changed. Okay. Jack, Eddie, we've become talking about Ravens as a team. That's not what we want to do here. Yeah, um, J.K. Dobbins is my guy. 250. <laughs> he's gonna have close to 1,200 rushing yards, close to 250, 300 uh, receiving yards, and the touchdown upside is absolutely incredible because the Ravens are gonna score four touchdowns a game at minimum. Because uh, Aaron, I'll, because I'll, Aaron Rodgers is not good either, so he, his I'll, touchdown is not good upside. Right, I'll give you this. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a season-long debate about J.K. Dobbins. It's gonna go back and forth. And this is just a preview of what's to come. You brought this upon yourself. It's all health. It's all health. That's it. If he is healthy, there's no doubt in my mind he's at least an RB2. I mean, RB1. I'm sorry. All right. Thanks Minimum. for that pick, Eddie. J.K. Dominance. Keep an eye on him as a breakout player for Eddie this year. Uh, I will wrap up with my pick. Who I, I've always had somewhat of an attachment to this guy. 
He's failed me multiple occasions. Uh, <laughs> he's failed me two years ago in the finals. So I needed him to put up some points. And probably because I'm, it's, it's a little bit of a homer. If, if you think about uh, the team I root for, along with the Giants. And my guy this year is MVS. Um, he has had quite a disappointing first three years. Um, it feels like coming out of college, he's supposed to be this huge guy that was going to produce for them, uh, really step it up. Getting the long, he has he has gotten in the long ball. Uh, don't get me wrong, but I think on the Chiefs, he's going to have probably his best year um, as a receiver. He is number two on a depth chart, only number only below Juju Smith-Schuster, who pretty much runs the, the short routes. So and Mahomes loves throwing the long ball. We know we had that with Tariq Hill, and I think MBS might actually uh, get some good yards this year, good yards, touchdowns, and be quite productive. Do you think he can have, let's say, over 65 receptions? No. Uh, that's tough to say. He hasn't had more than 40 receptions his entire career this season. Don't fall for that. Yeah, but he's never yeah. been in this position. That's very true. Uh, also, what position? <laughs> he, I mean, well, he's, he's, played... he's had the best quarterback the last two years. He... Yeah, but he was playing, you know. Well, like... probably one of the best accurate Deep dog throws in the league. I'm I'm just talking about where he's positioned on the de- like. Well, he's not. He wasn't Rogers' first look. Yeah, it's Devontae Adams and, and Lazard well, really came up um, and then showed that he could really prove to be a second receiver. He's not going to be Mahomes' first look either. Well, yeah, but in the, like longer than ten yards. I don't think he's looking at Juju for that. He's so. Uh, I mean, I mean, McCall Harmon's still there. Sky Moore did just draft in the second round. I'm asking. I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm sorry, Kelvin. Oh. No, no, no. I, I, I don't think I'm I don't think, he breaks, advocate. I I don't think he's gonna break 65 receptions. It seems tough. I think he'll have at least 80 plus targets this year. Um okay. I think he'll break 800 yards for the first time in his You career. gotta give a stronger breakout player than someone who's gonna give you 800 yards. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, on, man. Let me give touchdowns. Oh, no, 20 touchdowns. He's gonna break double his touchdowns <laughs> this year. Oh, okay. I think he's going to go 80 plus receptions, 800 plus yards, and 10 plus touchdowns. I bet you he's going to be able to score 20 touchdowns, but drops 10. That's still 10. <laughs> I know, I'm just saying. <laughs> I think he's going to be a solid 2 3 receiver uh, for your fantasy team. And Oh, no. Nah. Your receiver, too? Well, if you have injuries, I mean, mainly three, obviously, but. Such a homer. Yeah, and that's Rodgers. funny because I like the Chiefs too. You're right. Went from the Rod- or from Rodgers and Mahomes. You love both of them. No? <laughs> I do love both of them. Let me just like the two best quarterbacks in the NFL. <laughs> Listen, it's not my fault that they they impress me every single day, well, every single week with their games. And you know and who's going to impress everybody this year? Pat Fryermuth. Oh. oh wow! <laughs> I thought you were going to say uh, Kyle Phillips. Oh well, yeah. That I don't think I needed to remind you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. And that's going to wrap up our breakout players this year. Now, if we want to a topic that we want to make sure we touch because some people think everyone should be drafted anywhere, right? Um, but there are some players you definitely want to keep an eye out for not to draft. And we want to talk about the players you want that are off our boards. Uh, not necessarily meaning you shouldn't draft them, but we'll tell you why you don't think we should draft these players. I told you to stay away. You stay away, I stay away. Everybody stays happy. Stay away from them. 
I'll go with Tyreek Hill, player I don't want this year. Don't Ooh. trust Tua. Don't trust that offense. He has a good arm. He's, uh, he's better than Mahomes. Yeah. I don't I don't trust Tyreek. <laughs> Tyreek's got paid. He got a ring. And I think he just went to Miami because it's convenient for him because that's where he's from. And who wouldn't want to live in Miami? <laughs> I mean, and he went to Miami last year, right? It was he awesome. just he just he got the bag, he got the ring. Now he's just gonna live the rest of his life out. Not catching balls from Tua. I, and where he's getting drafted, I do not want. I don't want him. I want that's nothing to do with Tyreek. That's the problem to me, like where he's getting drafted. I feel yeah. like he should be getting drafted closer to where Jalen Waddle's getting drafted. They're very similar. I actually rather have Waddle. Style. I'd rather have Waddle also because he's been he, there. If, he's shown what you can do with Tua. Yeah, he already created that type of connection with them. And I feel that like deep throw is not there. That deep throw is not there. That's a lot, big part you know, of Tyreek. For a one trick, a one trick pony, you know. I mean, last year he did he did catch a lot more uh, in intermediate routes, but I feel like. Uh, but his whole thing is beating the guy deep. Tua can't throw past it, so I don't see it. Yeah, I just don't like ESPN having him as the eighth best receiver in fantasy right now. But just a, a, his history, it comes with history, right? Like he's shown that he could do it year after year. I think that's why, but they don't put it in fact. I mean, people are hoping Tua turns around. You know, the year that he got drafted, it was a big injury for him. I mean, <laughs> he's. He's on a lot of guys like breakout list. I, I just don't see it. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't see it. That see, like I don't mind. See, I, I like the the choice of Tyree Kills. Just for me, it's all where you get him. Yeah, you get him. I mean, obviously, the, if you get him the like third, in the fourth eighth round. round or something, like, oh yeah, sure. Then we're not even having this conversation. But you have to draft him in the pretty much in a twelve team league, maybe the first round. You know? I I'll be honest. I think he's gonna drop past the third round in our draft. I think he will, hundred percent. Yeah, and then someone's going to be forced into it because of where he is, you know. And then don't worry, he's going to crush it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and then we all look like idiots. (laughs) (laughs) There is that that thing that with Tyreek, there is that possibility where he just yeah, there is is still like that elite, ridiculously that speed is just that ridiculous, and he creates fantasy value. But I just can't see it. I don't know why I avoid him too, but. I feel like I shouldn't. I've like never shouldn't. actually, I've never actually had him in any league. Ever. I think I, I think I had him one year. It's great. I think I had, I, had him two years ago. I never owned him ever. Yeah. Either. Wow, Jack, you can't own people like that. What's wrong with you? Jeez, jeez. <laughs> All right. Uh, I can go next. Um, the player or players Damn. I have off my board are DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Wow. Why DK? DK is a beast. I'm like it's kind of like building off what Jason said. I'm a huge proponent of receivers being a product of their quarterbacks. Um, and Geno Smith and Drew Locke aren't going to help DK Metcalf and Tyler Locke be anywhere near as productive as they were with Russell Wilson. I mean, I think DK Metcalf is going to be okay. Uh, I I feel like Locke is Locke is going to take a huge hit because. He, I think he benefited from playing with Russell because uh, a lot of broken plays, deep passes. I agree. I agree. Also, Tyler Lockett had um, um, his lowest cash percentage since his breakout year in 2018 last year at 68%, and that's with Russell Wilson. He did have career high in yards and yards per game. Um, but, yeah, I just – Geno Smith or Drew Locke, like, I can't see that happening at all. Uh, I, I'm a little uh, opposite with DK Metcalf because I feel like when Geno Smith – Play, he actually targeted him a bit last year. He, I think, Geno Smith played four four games. 
he had, I think, four touchdowns in those four games with DK Metcalf. And they just paid him too. I think Lockett takes a huge hit. I don't think I think Metcalf is going where he's supposed to be going. Where do you think Metcalf's gonna finish in uh, yards wise interceptions? I think he breaks I think he easily breaks a thousand. I think maybe easy, like eleven hundred yards. Like I think he scored double digit touchdowns though. Just because there's no one that, that team is not good anymore. They're gonna be behind a lot. He had a career high in touchdowns last year. Metcalf, Metcalf didn't this I for me he didn't look too great with Wilson. You know, it's weird. I, I, there were so many times where he didn't play. Eddie knows his best because he had him last year, right? He didn't, he didn't look great, but he ended up having a really, like, stat-wise, a good season. Decent. Do you know yeah, where he, he finished? He was very decent. He was very decent last year. Every game, it, was very, it wasn't, like, crazy outlier games, but there were a couple games where he had a couple touchdowns. And uh, Having Metcalf last year with Russell Wilson out for about five, six, however long, it was just – frustrating because you know the upside for uh, Metcalf with somebody like Russell Wilson and we're drafting him where where Drew Locke has the possibility of throwing passes to him and you've seen what Drew Locke has done with Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy and Tim Patrick so I, I am he's not totally off my board if I could get Metcalf in like the sixth round or so I guess that's the my breaking point but you're trusting the talent with Metcalf. Tyler Lockett, totally off my board. He's too volatile. I I, I just think they they just cut in they eat into each other's volume and he, he's a little the, the value is just not there for me. He, he's a little more stats for you, I think. Uh, out of the four games he played with, you know, Smith, uh, Metcalf averaged twenty one points in fantasy. It's pretty good. I don't care. You're projecting that over seventeen games? No way. And I think Drew Locke is better than Geno Smith. So if Drew Locke does play. I uh, let's, let's look at this. Uh, ESPN has he's had two receivers going up, uh, before him and two receivers going after him. Brandon Cooks, Marquise Brown, Jerry Judy, and Colton Sutton. Out of, out of that group, I'm, I'll probably take a flyer on DK. Jack? I have exactly that. Those five in the order. I'm taking DK last there. Not even close to me. Ooh, not even close? Not even close. I think I'd go DK over... Jerry, Judy, and, and Marquise Brown. Nope. Hollywood Brown has the appeal because of the first six games without Hopkins there. And they're best buddies, bro. They are. Didn't he, get, he, didn't he just get into some trouble? Or yeah, he did, but I think I was dropped anyway, so. Oh, okay. What was it, All like, right. speeding, right? Like, he was going, like, 100 miles. Yeah. It's dangerous, man. You can't go 100 yep, miles. Yeah. <laughs> dangerous. Right, I guess I'll go next. Uh, I have two players to avoid. Uh, should I go with the earlier pick or the later pick? I guess the earlier later. pick. All right. I'm a player to avoid for me is DeAndre Swift. Uh, I feel like you just rely on him on his receiving work to become the RB1. They just signed DJ Shark. They just drafted Jameson. They have Amara Brown. Hawkinson's healthy this year. And Jamal Williams is not that bad of a catch, uh, catchback. Uh Last year, they they ranked 25th in the league for facing the least amount of stack uh, defenders in the box. And Swift still averaged three yards per carry going up the middle, which is ranked 33rd in the, in the league. Uh, he also has a headache of injuries. Uh, he always starts for you and then leaves middle of the game, which is the worst type of injuries because he's never fully out. You have to start him. Uh, Jamal Williams actually also graded out as a better runner between the tackle last year, so he's not going away. I just feel like you're banking on DeAndre Swift's receiving workload 
to hit that RB1, but they, they just signed a ton of receiver and drafted one, and Hawkinson is coming back. And just a lot of targets for Jared Goff to feed. You think that he's going to put up a 1,000 receiving yards to give that RB1 back? I just feel like he's more of a late second, early third round draft, but he's going in late first, like uh, early second right now. I just feel like it's a whole round above his yeah. what I think his value is. So you're pretty much drafting at his ceiling, ceiling, and you need him to break a thousand yards, rush, receiving yards to hit that. At least I think so. Yeah, a lot of the guys we're mentioning are guys that because of their draft position, it, it puts a, you know, a damper on what you expect from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot so, of people expect them to be Austin Eckler-like when yeah. their offense isn't that potent. They don't yeah. have – It's first of yeah. Mm-hmm. See, it's drafted later. You're like, oh, what a nice, you know, yeah. pick up in the fourth round. I'm getting great production, probably at an RB two level, RB three oh. flex position level. Like, like I get it, but this is like the Chargers of the Chiefs. This is fucking the Lions and that, Jared that Goff. Yeah. You're expecting Jared Goff to support all these receivers and Swift as a receiver. That's just way too much for him to ask. I just feel like I, I'm avoiding at his ADP right now at all costs. Counter-argument. Counter-argument. Incoming, incoming. Uh, I mean, he supported Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, and Todd Gurley at one point. He doesn't have Sean McVay's offense. Yeah, but Todd, Gurley, but Todd Gurley was between the tackle run. He got he got the 20 rushing touchdowns. He also had – I mean, DeAndre Swift is very effective in the red zone as well. So, I, I'm not saying that – He graded one he of the doesn't. worst running backs behind, between the tackle. And the red zone, he, he scored touchdowns in the red zone. I'm, I don't think – that DeAndre Swift equates to Todd Gurley's peak prime Todd Gurley. Uh, but I, I'm just trying to give you a counter-argument because you like doing that to me. So I just feel like he's going to barely break a 1,000 rushing yards. Uh, it's not worth the headache drive him that early, especially with his injury history. And then Jamal Williams is not going away. He's going to be there. I also think Goff's that guy. He's never that guy. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's that guy. I just mentioning I, what he did in, in on the Rams. I don't think he's that guy though. So yeah, because second his second year on the Sean Bay offense, just he did not do so well. He dropped a lot. And I'm just, I just named four different receivers on that team that are all pretty solid. Just not DJ Chark. Who do you like on that Lions offense? Like if you if you had to pick one player that you you think you trust coming into the season, I'm if there's right. anyone. Okay. I, I think Amara too, just because he's going to play the slot and you have Shark yeah. and Jameson outside. He's just going to eat in the middle. And Goff loves throwing to the slot receiver. And for and some he, reason, he showed, he doesn't he showed like, some flashes too like, yeah. at the end of last year. For some reason, he doesn't like throwing to Hawkinson, even though Hawkinson is probably one of his. Like, yep. And he's very, yeah, he's very good too. So I, I don't think he's going to be support this. If you're telling me this was like a different quarterback, okay, maybe. But Goff, I don't think so. That feeds back to what Gilmore was saying about how he bases some of his picks on the quarterback. <laughs> Eddie? All right. So Last my least. player to avoid, again, draft value. Uh, you want me to go to early or you want me to go late? Cause Let's go late. I do a later one? Okay. Uh, Terry McLaurin, drafted in the fourth, fifth round, punched up with the top 15 receivers or so. He's never finished as a top 20 receiver. And I don't believe – I understand the, the whole narrative is Carson Wentz is the best quarterback he's ever had. So 
the best quarterback. <laughs> I hate that so much. That argument is so dumb. The offense should be a little bit better. There's a also, lot that's more. That's not weapons. saying a whole lot. That is definitely not saying a lot at yeah, all. Yeah. So what? But not a, what they're trying to say is, oh, since he's I already know, produced he's with shit quarterbacks, and now Carson Wentz going to come in and save the day. I don't believe that's true. Uh, I just think he's going to have a very similar season to last year, very up and down. I think he's, he's just going to have over, barely over 1,000 yards, close to six to eight touchdowns. I I don't value that because there's no upside there. He's just going to be like any other receiver that's going to be drafted around there. He's fun to watch. And he's very good. He's, he's a very good receiver. He's very good. Think, yeah, he's very DJ Moore-esque. But I just with, – with Carson Wentz, I just can't do it. And the addition of all the weapons there too. I think uh, Curtis Curtis Samuel's still good. Uh, you Dots, can't ride Dotson's pretty good too. Jahan Dotson is getting open at will during camp. They have a they have a ton of running backs. They they want to get involved into the, you know, I, and Logan Thomas. I don't know when he'll be back, but he probably will be back eventually. There's just too many people for Carson Wentz to provide for. And if you're getting if you're spending a fourth round pick, I can't do it. But maybe in the sixth round, I'll draft Brandon Cooks way over him easily. Oh, me too. I I won't disagree with this one. I I don't. I like the player. I don't like the situation. Yeah, he's more of a he's like a Nick Chubby type player. Like he's better in real life than in fantasy. People who don't know Jack and Eddie, they don't hate each other. <laughs> as, it, as it comes across in these podcasts, they don't hate each other. All right, let's go to the next segment. Yep, that's gonna wrap off people off our boards. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go to our second to last. And it's a big doozy. People might draft these players and uh, hope they get the production that we see in them. We're going with fantasy MVP for the 2022-23 fantasy football season. I will go first. And it's gonna be <laughs> easy and quick and a little biased because I'm going with CMC. Guy's been uh, hurt the last two years, barely done anything. He's gonna go back to form he did three years ago. I get over a thousand rushing yards, a thousand receiving yards. And I think it's blasphemous that ESPN has him number two on PPR list. Blasphemous. Yeah, because if you're projecting, you're projecting for an entire season, you're not projecting anybody to get hurt. And if if you're gonna do that. Christian McCaffrey has to be the number one pick in all of fantasy. And uh, I, and people don't know, I will be drafting Christian McCaffrey one overall in our draft in a couple of weeks. But mouth with money's at or the other way around. That's oh, yeah, money where the mouth is. <laughs> <laughs> mouth hey, where the money is. I, I put mouth on the money. I still got money. <laughs> hey yo. <laughs> What's going next? I'll go next. Led the league in touches in his rookie year. I'm going with Najee Harris. Oh, are you drafting him? Oh this? man, Najee a Harris insight will be into Jason's mind. He'll be that a fantasy offense? MVP in this that year. Offense? In, in spite of that offense, yes. I, think, I think the offense got better. Ben Roethlisberger was a, a show was a, of himself. He was the dead year. last. He was dead last quarterback. He couldn't move, which is one of his was was one of his strengths previously in his career. He was able to get out of the pocket, make it make extend the play a little longer. But um, so Ro- Roethlisberger was a non-factor last season. I like Najee Harris. He led the league in touches <laughs> in his rookie season. 
And in well, spite of only 37 uh, touches in the red zone, he did score six red zone touchdowns. I expect those numbers to go up in his second year. And I, yeah. I, I think agree. he's going to be fucking awesome. <laughs> I I like Najee Harris, too. I liked him in the rookie year. I dropped him pretty high. That uh, O-line didn't get any better, so he's still going to get tons of short targets. That's yeah. going to boost up his value, too. Little little dumpy throws. So, man, I don't think so. Listen, can I, tell, can I give you a counter, please? Go ahead. Uh, in that offense, they threw the ball over 650 times last year. Do you think they're going to get anywhere near that number with Kenny Pickett? You think they're going to get to 600? No, but I, I, I think I think Trubisky going to do a 500 at least. Yeah, but also, that, that's 150 less targets. That's and they so still fine. have they have three receivers and a tight end that are really, 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 really good at what they do. I don't care what kind of, I don't care what receivers you have. If you can't throw a ball more than ten yards, it's gonna to go to the running back or something short. A lot. But of that's times. what Big Ben did last year. That's what I'm saying. Can exactly. It's not rookie quarterbacks are not throw. They they don't throw to the running backs as they should. Pick is not starting. Yeah. Well, Trubisky, what whenever Pickett does start, and whenever Trubisky is never known for throwing it to his running to his running backs. So you're going to tell me that a guy who's, who's never thrown to his money back is going to start doing it in an offense that's going to be less volume and they're still going to be shit. I, just, I don't see it. They're going to feed him I, the I, ball. I, I know they're going to feed him the ball. He's going to get over 300. Easily 300 back. plus. Yeah, 100%. He got, easily, 300, he got 300 last year. He got 300 rushing attempts last year. He saw 70. He's ah, Sorry, he caught the ball 74 times. He saw 94 targets. I, I think he gets. I don't think he gets more than eighty targets here, which is a big targets. Bump. Yeah, I don't think he does. No, that's fifteen less targets. That's one less target a game. I don't think he does. That's not bad. I'll take those numbers again. It's not bad, but it's just the upside for me. I I understand that you, you know, you see the 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 upside. I just don't see the upside. I, I feel like he's he's a great player. He could be very consistent. Consistent. I just don't see the RB one upside. That's all. I, that's all I got. Like the, and for MVPs, I think of. Oh man, this guy has to way out produce his his ADP. Najee to me is right exactly where he should be. I mean, we know Eddie's I mean, serious when his voice no gets to... really high. So, <laughs> do you understand? Do you understand what I'm saying though? Like, like you're drafting saying, exactly you're where wrong. he deserves to be. I just don't think he's going to be next year. You know, you're going to be value. You're going to be uh, competing for the number one overall. But we're talking about MVP here. We're not yeah. talking about like guys you like or late round steals. We're talking about MVP. Yeah, well, MVP which can means, be somebody who wins. No, the MVP league. should just be the MVP. Who you think is going to end season with the highest point total? I don't think Najee can do that. but I, I think he can. Okay. What you're saying is he's drafted where he's supposed to be. That That's the reason he won't be the MVP. That doesn't make any sense. Jason Crouch on that. Like, we're not talking about ADP and we're uh, not producing at where he has. Like, he's going to go first overall. I mean, first, uh, first round anyway, so... It's all about just yeah. who's going to well, get the most points. Yeah, but to me, I don't think he wins you the league. That's what that's what MVP to me means. Also, he could have the highest point total and not win. You may not win the league. That's still MVP. Like Jamar Chase is a it was a fantasy MVP that know all last year. He won King, Kelvin the league. Chase Chase won me the league, but he wasn't the fantasy MVP because yeah. he had the most fantasy points. Jack, do you understand what I'm saying? I no. understand what you're saying, but I don't agree. Okay. With your definition well, we have, of we have, fantasy well, MVP. MVP is, you know. I mean, and this happens in real life, too. Yeah. <laughs> the MVP award has been, you know. It's not based on playoffs, based on regular season. And it's been debated throughout sports anyway. 
to me, it's for whoever gets you there. I, I feel like Najee Harris, he's going to be slow, steady. He's going to he's gonna have his good weeks, but I just don't think he's going to. But I don't think he's going to have a lot. Him. I don't think he's got bad weeks, which is. That's the, very, that's the problem. He but will that's not very, have bad But that's very good for your fantasy team. Yeah. Oh, getting you there, though. Yeah, yeah. So to me. All right, give uh, us your fantasy MVP. My fantasy MVP was the guy who. J.K. Dobbins. No. <laughs> I mean, I wanted to as much as I wanted to. <laughs> fantasy MVP to me. <laughs> I don't want to say it. <laughs> I think Lamar it's the guy Jackson. Who, the, the guy who would have led the league in touches last year. Oh, my God. Derrick Henry is going to be fantasy MVP this year. Oh, my guy. Oh. My guy. <laughs> Dude was averaging close to 30, 35 touches a game last year. He is that offense. He's that um, dude. He's that dude. Uh, I understand they have issues with their offensive line. I, I don't care, man. It's Derrick Henry. Uh, he's convinced me that he's an alien. I don't care if he got hurt last year. He came back. He got, what, 25 touches and 20, 25 touches in the, in the playoff game. He's healthy. Uh, as long as he's healthy, if he stays healthy, he's going to have 2,000 rushing yards. And there's no doubt in my mind he could get close to 20 touchdowns. So, I, I, fantasy MVP. That's a league winner right there. I, I hate when people say, oh, he's all blah, blah, blah. Like, that's, he's only 28, and he barely got any carries he's not early in his career. Yeah, his first two years, he, he played behind DeMarco even, Murray. Even in college, he didn't get much either. Alabama, he's played behind like Mark Ingram, Kamara, yeah, all these guys. Yeah. He wasn't starting. And he didn't tear his Achilles. He didn't tear a ligament. He broke I mean, a bone in his foot. What's the, the difference? Right. Like, and like, he like, came back and he played a game. And, and the chances of your injury on this type of injury is very low. Yeah. Well, Debo Samuel had the same injury and had the best year of his life last year. So and, I mean, uh, AP, AP towards ACL at age 28 came back, broke 2,000 yards. I mean, yeah. no one was complaining about that, right? I uh, know. I just don't. I don't. I don't understand the Derrick Henry slander, and I don't want to say if he no. might be my pick at number two. I mean, the only negative thing is the offense did get a little worse. Yeah, that's it. But like, it, he's always had the, the thing is, AJ Brown has been in and out of the lineup last year. Even in, during those games, you still Derrick Henry, still getting twenty five touches a game. They replaced him with somebody well, who could, who's not terrible, I guess. I mean, Traylon Burks is not. But you can't. Big, but they have you can't Williams. project. Rookies, but also the old line apparently from reports saying it, it it got worse too. Robert Woods, yeah. the old line got worse. Well, also, just one, they lost Saffold, right? That's it. Well, Saffold, who at the end of it, it has been okay, but Dylan Rennitz, who's supposed to replace him, uh, yeah, is not doing Sa- very good. Saffold was a, also another guy who was in and out of the lineup. So, and then and then a lot of people yeah. not play half PPR PPR league, so that's another a slander against uh Derek Henry. And last year he was on pace no, last with year, thirty yeah. catches, man. No, 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 I'm just, I, I'm just throwing out the as a pass until he got hurt. I'm just throwing until out the, he the Catholic more arguments. For sure. Oh, so we all like Derrick Henry. I like Derrick Henry, 100%. Yeah. I mean, of course I like him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, he's just an animal, dude. And I think he's... But I see, I see the slander everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's, I'll go with my fantasy MVP. Uh, I'm going to go with the guy who won Calvin the league. Jamar Chase. Uh, it was his rookie year. And, uh, of course, he is his growing planes. People say, oh, he was booming bust, booming bust. Here's a rookie still learning the system. I think he gets more consistent. And those, like, awful games he had becomes more of a 50, 60 yards per game. As a bad game, that will boost up his stats a lot. Uh, his offensive line got major boost. They signed three O-lines. They drafted another O-line the fourth round. 
the run game should improve, which should should uh, make the play action much stronger. Jamal Chase was great whenever they ran the play action. Uh, T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd are both very good receivers. Uh, I feel like it's impossible for you to double team Jamar Chase all the time because of those two receivers opening up. Uh, I I mean, for me, I think he could finish with 20 touchdowns. It's not impossible. He did 13 in his rookie year. I think he could finish 20 touchdowns, and we haven't seen that since Randy Moss. So I am hoping that he does that. And the sugar on top is guess who he plays in the championship game if you make it there. He has guess. The Ravens? No, okay. The Bills. What a perfect game to play here week 17. Uh, Calvin learned that too from this year. So, I mean, I think he's great. I, mean, uh, I, I think he could eat, not easily, but if he breaks 1,800 yards or 20 touchdowns, would we be amazed? No. Is that kind of MVP numbers? I think so. Yeah. That man scored 60 on me. In the final. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know what's crazy about that game? He was targeted 12 times and caught 11 of them. Yeah. Only dropped just one pass. See, for me, it, with that offense, I hope they open it up a bit. If they throw the ball six hundred plus times, that 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 offense is going to be dynamic, dude. I think I think the run game gets opened up because this Lion Collins Collins rated yeah, what eighty two in PFF. That's ten points higher than anyone on that team. They also signed two other free agents with seventy five PFF rating. That ranks second, third, and fourth. Only one other O line on the. Bengals got higher than those three players. Not those two players. Sorry. We are done with this segment, but that means we'll circle back and revisit these predictions of oh, the year. Oh, absolutely! I'd, I'd love so to. There's try one more. Segment. Speaking of predictions, go <laughs> ahead. <laughs> no, listen to Jason. Our last final, our last and final segment is bold predicts. Just so you guys know, the the clip that we'll be playing for this, most of that is Jason. It is. Oh, that's right. That's right. (laughs) And we happen to say it live. All right, bold predicts time. You gotta do it. Bold predicts. That's bold. That was very bold, man. It's bold. Boldest thing I've heard all day. I'll go Uh, first. All right, give it to us. I'm gonna go with the quarterback who finishes number one at the end of the year. Oh. And that will be someone who's never finished number one before. Derek Carr. Oh, God. Holy moly. I think he will have the best quarterback fantasy seasons. Number two will be Josh Allen, but Derek Carr will finish the number one. QB one. How about Ryan Tannehill? Uh, like 15. It's <laughs> being realistic. Derek Which isn't bad. Carr. Derek Carr. So much Derek faith. Carr. Wow. I, I guess I I'll... mean the weapons are amazing, so I th- I guess I actually like Hunter Renfro a lot too. Yeah. I think he's like, everything's in place for him. Yep, it is. Uh yeah. Should I go next? Go ahead. Guess I go next. My bowl predict is a receiver for the Chicago Bears. Oh. Uh I think Darnell Mooney will finish above Stefan Diggs this year. Holy oh, uh, he had 140 targets last year, uh, 81 catches. He broke uh, a thousand yards, and four, four touchdowns, and he had a rushing touchdown. And he was playing next to uh, a Rob. The Bears are not a good team, they're gonna be throwing the ball a lot. Sometimes, shit teams give great at least one great fantasy option. I think Darren Mooney, easy 
easily breaks the, his last year numbers. I think he gets 180 targets easily this year. And wow. easily. You, saw, you see the Bears receiver depth? Yeah, Number man. two receiver is Brian Pringle. Is it a Byron? <laughs> yeah, whatever it is, Byron. And his backup is Dante Pettis, Nikhil Harris. And like, like these people are not good players. These are all like receiver four fives on teams. He is literally the only option. He runs pretty good routes. He got better every year. And he has the speed. He runs very fast. He runs the 4-3-8, I think, in his combine. I feel like he's getting 180 targets. I think he breaks 100 receptions. I think he breaks 1,400 receiving yards, and I think he gets close to double digits. Maybe well, I think up at it, he breaks double digit touchdowns too. So 100, Man. 1,500, and 10 touchdowns this year. Man, he better be on all that's crazy. Jeez, that is that's bold. That is bold. That's bold. bold. You know, I'll go next because he has two, right? So let's let him wrap up real quick. Uh, mine's is also a quarterback goal predict. Ah, damn it. I thought I was going different. Mahomes finished number one. No, that's no, not Mahomes. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill? No, no. It's going to go a little off what Jack said. I think Joe Burrow finishes number one overall quarterback in fantasy this year. I throw 5,000 plus, 45 touchdowns plus. He's going to lead a team to playoffs and championship. You think they're going to You want a Super Bowl? No, no, I meant the fantasy team. Oh. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, it's not really Paul saying they're going to make the playoffs. Or the yeah. Super Bowl. Well, I mean, he'll lead your fantasy team to the playoffs. Uh, uh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's right. Yeah, we were talking about fantasy here. Yeah, yeah, not real life. Well, he wanted to hear a bold predict for real life. Giants making the playoffs. That's a bold predict. <laughs> <laughs> no shot. Uh, well, last but not least, I have two. J.J. Dobbins, number one running back. LeBron Jackson, nope. number one quarterback. That's in the show. No, no. Uh, Gabe Davis will lead the league in touchdowns. That to me is a no brainer. Uh, number two, pass guys, and Hobson. This, sorry, this no, sorry, no brainer. Uh, no I think, brainer. I think it's, it's a, a no bold brainer, predicts, dude. bro. He said no brainer. I think it's not even a bold. I think it's a no brainer, dude. Uh, whenever he's on the field for more than 85% of the, of, of, of uh, the time, he, I think he almost guarantees a touchdown. So, like 15 to, 15 to 17 touchdowns aren't out, out of the realm of possibility. I think he's definitely primed for a breakout. Um, and my actual, my favorite bowl predict is that the Ravens <laughs> oh, have God. the number one quarterback and tight end and a receiver and running back in the top 12 this year. See, I was close. I was close. <laughs> you said we said a fourth of it. <laughs> but the Ravens will have the best running, uh, best quarterback, the best tight end, a top 12 receiver and a top 12 running back. Being right. a good fantasy analyst, you can't be a homer. I'm sorry, dude. I, uh, I half, just believe half, half, half of your, your your comments for this uh, episode is Ravens. It's not my fault, though. It's it is. So you're, being, you're being a homer. I want it's you so to true. join another league and draft only Ravens. Let's see where that lands. I literally told Jack I was thinking about doing it in our league. I did. Oh, well, you God. should, right? You should. Because they're going to be two top ones and two top tens. 100%. You should 100% draft all four of them. We'll let you do it. I know you won't. <laughs> you can easily do it. Go ahead. Um, oh, he's contemplating. I might. I might. I just hey, might. So, so, you know, we have three quarterbacks in our bowl predicts. You know what this means? You got to track them every week, see how they do. Amazing. Car, Burrow, Lamb Jacks. Lamb Jacks? Lamb Jacks. 
I think he's called Mel Jacks. Whatever. I call him <laughs> Lamb Jack. Lamar, Kendrick. I, I'll call, I guess, all three even said none of them finished our QB1. Just Herbert, right? I think Herbert finished number one easily. <laughs> yeah, it's not a bold predict. It's not. Yeah. I think I'm confident. Mm. Smells like a, a bet. We should make a bet. That's far right now. Oh, wait. So that's a no-brainer then. That's a no-brainer like my Gabe so, Davis. We can make a bet between us four. We have four quarterbacks. To be fair, we're kind all of right. at a disadvantage because Herbert is, is like top three quarterback right now. Wait, so is Burrow. Yeah, three. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say, I Josh think Allen, I'm, at Holmes, the, I'm at the biggest Herbert. disadvantage. Yeah, oh, I think Derek Carr is absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, let's uh, let's see how they do. Um, be fun to keep track of this and keep track of Ravens. We're gonna talk about Ravens a lot this year. Don't worry, guys. I can't wait to talk Ravens football. <laughs> <laughs> YFTS Ravens podcast. Oh boy, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna wrap up our preseason podcast for the 2022-2023 fantasy football season. How do good you guys to feel? Be, good to be back. Good Hello. to yeah, be man. back. Yeah, it is. You missed us? We see us like every week, though. I haven't seen you guys in a while, so. That's true. You haven't seen us in a while. We've been uh, a little busy with our own lives, but football will bring us together, as it always does, every mm-hmm. single week. Um. Yeah, it was great. Uh, I do not remember what we do for the closing. Was it uh, follow us on Instagram <laughs> and podcast? <laughs> I mean, sorry, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Oh, there you go. I forgot about that. Um, at YFTS Podcast. We don't have a plug this episode, but I'm going to keep track and I'm going to... Oh, actually, I do have a plug. Not really a what plug, you, just a little shout-out. shout-out? Shout out. I'm going to shout-out real quick to my boy, Kenny Omega. May his return oh, this week. May his return. And we will sign off with what he says best. Goodbye and good night. Bang! Bang. 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 Bang.